Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Opinion is Divided. I'm Steve and I'm joined this week as I'm joined every week by he don't blame it on the sunshine, he don't blame it on the moonlight, he don't blame it on the good times, he blames it on the boogie. He's Dr. Lee. <laughs> Hello. Do you, where do you get these from? Are you writing these down every week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, awesome. you know, I like it, that one. It, it came from the Christmas one when we did the... He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Yeah. And I liked it. And then I thought Jesus. of last week's because um, somewhere on Spotify it came up with um, Niles Rogers and who are those robot people with the heads that make music? <laughs> robot people with the heads. What the, <laughs> the hell are they called? So this is where my 51 year old adult brain is not recalling. What are they called? I, the... I thought Kraftwerk at first, but I don't think they're robot people with the heads, are they? Kraftwerk, but of the last decade rather than the 80s. Oh, fucking hell, this is going to really annoy me now. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. Right, man looks up thing on internet. Because <laughs> that's like, <laughs> this is podcast gold. This, this, is, this, is really, <laughs> this is really critically important to the pivot of our conversation. Oh. Pivot all night to get lucky ah as soon as you see it it's Daft Punk or as as I will now call them those two robot heads that make music (laughs) do you feel better now? it's better out than in Uh that's what she said (laughs) it's just like having Tony here (laughs) hi Tony Hey Tony, I don't think we mentioned Tony last week, did we? We didn't mention, mention Tony last week, and given that that one episode turned into two episodes, he didn't oh, get man. a mention at all. Which does bring me to my first question for you, actually. Oh, and okay. it's really we important. Have questions? And I the should Harry have Potter question already? No, it's not a Harry Potter question. What was the ninky ah. nonk of the plinky plonk with the wand <laughs> of power from <laughs> fucking Narnia? <laughs> hey. Not that was Narnia. bullshit. I'm still angry about Harry Potter. <laughs> the the questions were ridiculous. I mean, the questions weren't ridiculous. The way they were phrased was ridiculous. Far too many words. It was quite funny. Anyway. I'd said to Emma earlier when you'd mentioned about your, your guilty secret of Harry Potter. <laughs> and I was like, you know what I might do? I might Because I've not watched all the films. I might watch the films and then talk to Lee about them. That might make good gold for a podcast. Oh, yes. And I said to Emma, have you got any interest in watching them? She was like, nah. And then after last week's quiz, she just went, yeah, you know, if you're going to watch those eight films, you're doing it on your own. Yeah, got no chance. (laughs) (laughs) I suggest you listen to the books rather than watch the films. Nobody's got time to sit and read all the books these days. We're far too busy, but listen to them. They're really good. I haven't got time to sit and listen to Stephen Fry reading them to me either. Well, you you don't just sit and listen, do you? You do stuff while you're listening. I do like the garden, walking the dogs and all that. I listen to books all the time. <laughs> See, I've just got this mental image of you walking up and down your lawn with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter in your ears. <laughs> Harry Potter coming in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> in stereo, no less. <laughs> oh, guess what else I did to go off on another tangent before I come back to that tangent? Go on, what did you I changed do? your name in my phone this week. You are now my Dr. in my phone, <laughs> not as Lee, but as Dr. Lee. Oh, wow. That's a big thing. It is, but it well makes it, you're now difficult to find because you're not under L. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been under L in a my mobile phone ever since I very first got a mobile phone. Are you? Do you not have, like, speed dial ones? You know, frequently use contacts and all that? No, but in, in my car, uh, I do have a picture of you uh, on my dashboard. Do you? Yeah. Because oh, you're one of nice. my speed dials on my car dial. 
I noticed that last time I was in your car, you've got pictures of like whoever's on your your sort of call list. Yeah, except for my I, uncle I, Roy, because no one wants a picture of my uncle Roy yeah. <laughs> on my dashboard or not. I don't have that on my car. Don't you? No. We, uh, you know, just for clarification, we have the same car. We don't have uh, the same car. Well, we have the same model car, but I don't. I don't know how to get that up on my car. I don't. Um, mine's slightly newer than yours. I didn't want to say that, but I am. Um, so I don't know if it's. <laughs> I don't know if yours it's is, different. <laughs> yours is slightly better than mine. Yeah, yours. Yours is the crap version. But <laughs> at least you can get the pictures up on yours. I can't get them up on mine. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you how I did it. I've no mm. idea. But I know that when when I very first got it, back in the old world. At lunchtime, I used to go and just sit in my car and have my sandwiches at lunch because it was just nice to have 45 minutes away from work. And I <laughs> yeah. sat. Oh, yeah, I was How much lunch. you like your colleagues? I'm just going to sit in the car <laughs> on my own and eat a sandwich. <laughs> Coming out for lunch, Steve? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. This is the only time I'm happy during the day. <laughs> but I sat and went through every screen of the options in that. In because that, it's oh, not just the radio, it's the bored. whole control system of the car because it's computerized and yeah it does all kind of bollocks mm. and of course i also wanted to preload the radio with all of the dab stations that i wanted to listen to in order but then that i've never listened to yeah i don't think it works very well the dab they just i don't, don't seem to pick up the signal properly and it cuts out and it's yeah up, i think it's awesome yeah, yeah. Mm, maybe i'm doing it wrong i don't listen to the radio in the car that much anyway to be fair I like to drive in silence. You, which you have mentioned, <laughs> in silence and in anger. Yeah, oh, in anger, definitely. So one Gold. of the things that I, I came from from last week, there's, there's something that you mentioned last week, and I only picked this up because I didn't even think of it at the time when you said it, right. but I was listening to the podcast around the same time as something similar happened to me. So right. okay. last week in the Harry Potter quiz, which is episode, albeit... We're now on episode 31. That was episode 29. But episode 20 and 30 are the same thing in two halves. 29 and 30. But episode 29, when we were talking about the Harry Potter stuff, you were saying how you'd come to Harry Potter by Lisa liking the books and then you would buy them for her for her birthday. Yeah. And you said you would pre-order them. Yes, that's right. And I think it never really struck me as odd. But isn't pre-ordering... And ordering the same thing? No, don't think so. When you pre-order something, it hasn't been released yet. You just so if I go onto Amazon, other yeah. uh, megalomaniac <laughs> shopping <laughs> sites are available. <laughs> if I go onto Amazon and I want to buy, you know, a pair of shoes, I order them. They'll come a couple of days later. If if you go on and you want to buy a book that hasn't been released yet, you pre-order it, you put your name down. I'm ordering it for when so it is released. I'm glad you said that, because I've never pre-ordered a pair of shoes. No. <laughs> oh, they're not released till the 27th. I'll have them. Pre-order, I mean, it's, so I suppose you're ordering it, but you're ordering it knowing there's going to be a delay. So a pre-order is ordering something, but prior to its release. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this That's week, what I think, anyway. This week, and this is where I came to it from, the Rolling Stones have uh, <laughs> put out tickets for three dates that they're doing in the UK, and they're the only three dates that you're doing in the UK. There's two at Hyde Park, yeah. and of all places, one at Anfield in Liverpool. Ooh. 
Go, 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 go Reds. <laughs> we love our footballers on this channel. Can you tell we don't do soccer ball? <laughs> the, the reason I found out about it is that I subscribe to a load of different ticket sales organizations. And mm -hmm. one of them sent me a code for pre-sale. Yes. So they went on sale on the Friday and I got this email saying that I can have access to tickets at 10 a.m. on Wednesday. So two days before they go on, on general sale. Mm -hmm. It was just the fact that it's a pre-sale, but they're selling them. Yeah, I don't get that. There's no delay there, is there? Yeah. So I know I understand what they mean. It's, it's pre-general sale. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's almost like it's a bit of fake elitism. Mm -hmm. That you're you're in some way special because you buy your tickets before the the other plebs. You're you're definitely special. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> no, but you're right. I yeah. So I'd say like a preset. It's not like you you're going to buy. It. I suppose you're going to uh, whenever you buy a ticket, there's going to be a delay before you see the gig. <laughs> I suppose you're not going to go. Oh, I'm going to buy a ticket. I'm going to see. So the I'm pre-ordering my ticket. Yeah, there's, it's very few gigs that you'll get a ticket on the day. Really, is it? <laughs> yeah. So another thing that happened this week that. Stop making noises. <laughs> I can hear you, you know. <laughs> you can't see me though, can you? Can't see shit. You can't see. Oh, you know, can you? you know what happened today? I got a, a text through. So, oh, mm -hmm. which flows seamlessly from talking about concerts yeah. and getting emails for pre-sale. I got another email for a right. pre-sale type thing today, and I didn't have my glasses on. And I picked up the phone screen, and I thought that it said Iron Maiden. Hey! And I got a bit excited. I thought, all right, okay, because Iron Maiden are playing Download this summer. I thought, are oh, they now announcing oh, they? the dates they'll yeah. do around it? Cool. And I got put my glasses on, and it wasn't. It was an email from Midlake. Midlake? <laughs> so but the words like Iron Maiden. <laughs> the words from Midlake. Yeah, I thought we're Iron Maiden. <laughs> so come to that point you, in life. <laughs> if ever you needed a reason that you need to wear your glasses, yeah. So I still haven't got in the habit of taking my glasses out with me though, and I go out and I can't see a fucking thing. I can't read anything. No, my me arms neither. are now got to the point where they're just too short for me to see what it is I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> I was what? in a pub with friends last night, and my mate was trying to show me something on his phone. And he had to hold it that far away from me. I still couldn't see it because it was too far away. In the end. Like, you just have to read it to me. <laughs> I had a similar thing happen this week. I went uh, yesterday. I had a day off. And I went over to Manchester to have lunch with Jason. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jason. Hi, Jason. So it's the first time I've seen Jason since pre-lockdown. So it's like two right. and a bit, two and a quarter years. So, you know, an hour and a bit for lunch wasn't really enough. Mm -hmm. But that was the first time that I've noticed that my eyesight is degenerating more over the last few months for short sight, not short sight, long sight. It's when you yeah. can see, yeah, so that you can't see the things that are close to you. And it's the first time I couldn't read a menu. So right. I had to do that thing that I mock you for, which is yeah. holding the menu <laughs> slightly to one side <laughs> and slightly further away. Welcome to the world. Welcome to my world. Welcome well, to this the is club. it. But one, one of the things that... Jason and I were talking about really was that he also has reading glasses but he also needs them for distance and it was right. something he said about his optician telling him that 
I thought, so we, we, we have this rule, you and I, that when we podcast, we don't talk about other people that aren't here because they have no right to reply. Yeah. So this isn't a story about Jason. This is a story about Jason's optician, who I'm pretty sure, even if we rang Specsavers, <laughs> wouldn't agree to come on air. Yeah. <laughs> so and we're going to take a leap of faith. replying anyway. Yeah. yeah. We're going to we're going to take a leap of faith of talking about this, and that it's going to be fine. But Jason has very focals for, right. yeah. as he described it, you know, extreme distance. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't really. He has a. He has. Like we have. He has that, and he's of a similar age. Yep. He has that difficulty of seeing things that are close to him. But he has some difficulty with things that are very far away. Well, and doesn't everybody? Fr- well, yeah. Surely I, if I, it's I, very far away, I can't see it very well either. <laughs> no, man, you know what? I can see the moon. Can you? How detailed. On a clear day, I can see France. <laughs> but yeah, I know him. Cool. But what he was saying, his optician's advice was that if you're driving for a long time, you should wear them. And I was just let what? me just stop you there. As someone that works in accident claims, your opticians are surely you can either see or you can't. Yeah. Surely it's there's entirely a, binary. There's a limit to what you can to, to Yeah, on the test they do an eyesight test, don't they? And if you can't yeah. read that from a certain distance, you need glasses. You yeah, can't you're not read getting that. in the car. Yeah. If you can read it, you don't need glasses. So you you know, you should be safe. Surely. Yeah. So as I was, it, it struck mm. me as the thing with, I, I mean, I, I speak to a lot of cyclists, e-scooter riders, motorcyclists. Now, motorcyclists, by law, have to wear helmets. Cyclists and e-scooter riders don't. Yeah. And because they come to me through an insurer, it's generally, cycl- the cyclists that I speak to are, what, are the people that I would call cyclists, not just people on bikes. So right. invariably, <laughs> they are wearing helmets. You know okay. what I mean? They're going to be middle-aged men in in Lycra. In Lycra. And the majority of what I get. But they're generally properly kitted out on expensive bikes because that's why they bother insuring them. Yeah. The people on these psychopathic e-scooters that you see buzzing around the city, not one of them wears a fucking helmet. Nope. But whenever I ask them the question, were you wearing a helmet? They always start with the defense of, you know, oh, no, I wasn't going far. Uh-huh. Or they don't provide them. It doesn't fucking matter. It's your response. You know, you can take responsibility to wear a helmet. You don't have to have somebody hand it to you. But it struck me as that in the same way that it, it's it's diff- it Well, it's not in the same way. It's different. If you get in a car and you were unable to see, you should wear your glasses whether you yeah. go into the post office <laughs> or whether you go it's into not, Darlington. I'm just nipping around the corner and I know where I'm going. I've been there before, so I don't need to see where I'm going. <laughs> exactly the helmet <laughs> argument for people that, oh, I was only going down the shop. It's like the same with motorcyclists. Oh, it's, it's always the, oh, you know what? I always go out kitted in leathers. The one day I was going to the shops, uh-huh. I just went out in my jeans and I came off and my legs are buggered. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's that whole thing. It's like I was only nipping down the road to the post office. I didn't think I needed my glasses. Yeah, I didn't think I needed to see. And that's an optician saying that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, what did what, did he did he elaborate on why he said that? Was it something to do with the eyes getting tired over time, and you know, well, muscles I get that sort of like tired. Screen, but it's again with screens. It's like I can see my computer screen when I'm at work. I can see the pad that I'm writing on, but I'm more comfortable putting putting my glasses on to look at a computer screen. At the moment, doesn't really make any difference. Mm-hmm. Putting my glasses on to read the A4 pad at the side of it does make a bit of a difference so it's more comfortable and less strain 
I can't see the A4 pad of the size of my computer without my glasses on. <laughs> you can't even see that there is an A4 pad. No, <laughs> but I, I I do like the idea of aerofocals, you know, but mine will just be plain glass at the top. Because well, my glasses are constantly either on the end of my nose or on and off every five minutes. And I get the, the Professor Yaffle look, as Emma yeah. refers it to me. Yeah, that's it. And I don't, I don't want to look like Professor Yaffle. I don't like these well, things. I'd to if I was to get verifocals, as you say, with clear lenses up the top, because when, you, when you're reading, they're great, but then when you yeah. look up to look, you can't see. It's fuzzy. So I look exactly. over the edge of it, and I'm starting to get a sore neck now, illustrating that fact. <laughs> but I said to him as well, if I was to get verifocals, how would I then be able to look over the rim of my glasses at you disapprovingly? <laughs> I'm sure you still would. You just you wouldn't have to, but you still would. <laughs> so another thing that came of interest from seeing Jason yesterday was when the bill arrived. We split the bill. Bill was on the t- the thing was on the table. Put two quid in each for it was just shy. It was like a thirty-seven pound bill. So put two right. quid in each, four quid tip, two credit, two cards on to split the bill. Mm-hmm. And then the girl sort of kerfuffled a bit. So and she said, "Well, what do you want to do about the tip? Because I've already put the service charge on." No, take it back. (laughs) Okay. And she said, I can take it off if you want. And I hadn't, I must admit, I hadn't looked at the bill. All I'd looked at was the bottom line, so how much was it? Yeah. And then I was going to offer to pay more because I thought mine was more. But then when I looked at the cost of the meals, mine was slightly less. Right. So I I don't mind saying we'll split it in half if I know mine is less. But if mine is more, I'll always check, are you okay if we split this in half? Because right. I don't want to feel like I'm taking liberties. Mm-hmm. But then when I looked at it, I saw there was a £3.40 service charge that she'd added on. So which she'd I added would, on. I yeah, was going to say, she added on without telling you, but it's on the bill, isn't it? You just hadn't noticed. It is on the bill. I didn't see if it was on the menu, and we didn't have the menus at that point. It's unusual to stick a service charge on two covers. Mm-hmm. But I was just... It was then when she said... Do you want, I'll take it off? And I was like, no, you're saying you'll take it off because you've already put on £3.40. Yeah. And you can see that there's £4 available. Yeah, we're giving you four quid. <laughs> so it was almost like I wanted to say, may this be a lesson to you? <laughs> just take your four quid back. There you go. <laughs> well, I did. We just took a bit. I, yeah. I took my two, gave Jason his two, and just paid the bill that she'd already presented. But a couple of things came from that. Firstly, good honour for saying I've stuck the service charge on. Mm -hmm. But she'd already stuck a 10% service charge on, which then brought the bill to 37, and we put the the extra on. Yeah. Where would you stand on service charge being added like that? I I don't like it. I don't don't understand why it gets added onto it. Why is there a service charge on a bill? What's it it there for? Yeah, to me, it's, it's it's... from the business to charge it, to me, it's a cost of your business. Yeah. You pay, you're paying for exactly. your staff to serve me, and that yeah. cost goes on the food. Yeah, exactly. So but if why I am I paying? Gratuity. Yeah, and I think that gratuity should go straight to the staff. Now, I don't understand whether a service charge does go straight to the staff. If uh, you know, if we've got a, a waiter coming to us, is a particularly good waiter. You want to leave them, you know, a decent tip. That's that's great. That's your mm. discretion. But a service charge isn't. If you know what I mean. So you, you're you're getting stung with a service charge, whether you're getting crap service or really good service. Well, interestingly, I did see a good while ago about wanting to disagree with a service charge, mm-hmm. and the the legality point of view of it. 
was that if you're told there's going to be a service charge added to your bill and it's on the menu or it's at the entry to the restaurant, you know, if they've put you on notice before yeah. you order, you're stuck with it. Right. But you could refuse to pay it or refuse to pay part of it if you could argue that the service fell short of the standard you would expect for the service charge that we, you were charged. Right. So it's almost like it's contractual. Well, it's yeah. not almost like it's contractual. It's contractual. It is contractual. It's difficult to prove that you... you how would you prove that you, your service wasn't up to standard unless it was like particularly obviously bad? You know, because everybody's going to have a different standard, don't they? You know, how do you measure that? Where's your yardstick to measure the service by? Well, it's entirely subjective, isn't yeah. it? Exactly. So that's going to be a difficult one to argue. Yeah, but then I'd be, but, take it all off, I'll pay the bill, but there's my address, write to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll expect <laughs> well, you to receive your letter of claim. <laughs> but I, I personally don't think we should have a service charge just added to the bill. I, I think it's wrong. I, I, yeah, it, it shouldn't be there. If we want to leave a discretionary tip, that's up to us. If we don't, I understand we don't. it with big groups, but now, now do do I do you understand what's the difference between two people and twenty people? I think if you've got twenty people, you're going to take up a lot more time in terms of uh, the the waiting staff running backwards and forwards to your table with lots of different meals, lots of different things. So you're probably going to take up more waiting staff for a table of twenty than you are for a table of two. But are so, you? Because it's not like it's you've added a table of 20 instead of a table of 22. If you're... Oh, sorry, sorry you've, you've, what I mean is, it's not like you've added a table of 20 in place of a table of two. Uh-huh. So your restaurant can cover 40 covers. Yeah. You're going to serve those 40 covers. If you're serving 20 of them at once, it's not like you, you, you've then got 20 others to serve. So we're not... Are you you? Mean if you yeah, if you if you've got you're not say, taking away service from somebody else. No, but you you're going to monopolise more time for for your table than you would be for the other tables. You're going to take more of the 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 service time. If you don't know what I'm saying, the the uh, the waiters waitresses serving staff. I don't know what you call. But them. is that only because you're all eating at the same time? Whereas that yeah. area of twenty normally would be staggered. That's it. You're. When they come, when the food comes to the table, you want to get everybody served as quickly as possible, don't you? On the one table, who are all eating together. You don't want somebody getting a starter, uh, or somebody getting the you know dessert while somebody else is getting the starter. Finish yeah, the I meal. Yeah, pay for that. So everybody's you know they've got to sort of I suppose move fairly quickly, and you, you'll take up, monopolise more staff getting the table, um, sorted out than you would table for two or mm. you know five tables of two. That's what I think. But anyway, it, yeah, I can kind of say where they're coming from, but I don't think it should be a service charge. I don't think it should be added to the bill. I think it should be a discretionary tip. It's a cost of doing business. Yeah, it's just part of what what you do. I'm always uncomfortable about tipping anyway, just tipping in general, you know, and the etiquette. And I think, was it in um, Reservoir Dogs? And you do go on about tipping and... You don't yeah, you're tip Mr your, Pink. Yeah, you don't tip your waitress in McDonald's. Why do you tip your waitress in a... In the cafe or whatever, or in a, in a restaurant, yeah, I can kind of get behind that argument. And I well, don't get tips in work, from what I do. I work with customers, and I don't get tips off them. Yeah, me neither. Know. I'm customer face. Well, not customer facing. Customer facing over the phone. Yeah, but you go go into a shop and buy something from a shop. You don't give the guy a tip unless it's, you. I, I you used know. to when when we first met. I was working at the ca- behind the counter at a petrol station. You worked in the garage around the back. Yes, I did. And I'd occasionally 
get someone that would pay for petrol, pay for something else, and then slide you 50p or a quid or something. Was that just the, you know, that came to £4.50 years if I ever keep the 50p? Pretty much, yeah. Is that a, is that a tip? It's just like, I can't be else waiting for me 50p. <laughs> <laughs> from that kid like that's keeping. so slow. <laughs> yeah, you're so slow getting that out. I'm in a rush. You know, you, that, the whole tipping thing just seems a bit odd. Taxis, I used to get, when I was a taxi driver, I used to get tips on yeah, taxis quite a lot and stuff. You tip your taxi driver, but you don't tip a bus driver. Although, when I was a bus driver, somebody gave me a portion of chips once, which is quite nice. <laughs> I don't know if you, <laughs> you class that as a tip. <laughs> They got on the bus. It was like, oh my god, those chips smell amazing. And as you were getting off, you just put a portion on the uh, on the counter. There you go, off those. I was like, no, I you're alright. No, no, I thought you were going to say as she got on, you said those chips smell amazing. As she got off, she gave you the leftovers. <laughs> no, no, it was a, a full unopened portion of chips. Oh bless! <laughs> and you'll get the uh, the sort of random old person who get on and give you a sweet, <laughs> which was always like. <laughs> Just been an open sweet, you know, like a, a boiled sweet, not in a wrapper that had been in a pocket for months and it was all fluffy. <laughs> oh, nice! Oh, yeah, I'll say that. you being groomed. Groomed on the number thirty-nine. Hey. <laughs> and on that happy note, I'm looking at the clock on the wall, and the clock on the wall's telling me we've got to wind up in a few minutes. Already? We haven't even started talking about the topic we were going to talk about yet. <laughs> we just rambled for like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> tangents upon tangents upon tangents. So this is the stuff that normally happens before we turn the mic on. Yeah. This is what happens when you turn the mics on early, isn't it? Right, yeah. I'm gonna to apologise so. to the class. I've I've gotta go very shortly. So the topic we were gonna talk about we will talk about next week, which we won't say what it's gonna yeah. be now just in case we change it. Yeah. But we'll, yeah. We'll so tune in next time. In the bank. In the meantime, Guess how many emails we got about Ooh. last week's episode? Ooh. Oh, there must have been millions. There must have been millions. That was a really, really good episode, or two episodes. Or, so you would uh, think we would get double what we would normally get. Well, we normally get none, so double none is none. So I'm assuming we've got at least one. <laughs> we got one? Hey, We got one. Super. We got a very nice message from our friend Gina. Hello, hey, Gina. Gina. Hello, Gina. Yeah, I've got to stop saying hi, Gene. No. <laughs> Let's pause while I find the fucker, because it's closed. God. There it is. Have you got your glasses on? I've got my glasses on. I'm good to go. Good. So, in reference to the last two episodes, where we were inspired by Mastermind to ask each oh, other yeah. the questions on our specialist subjects, yours being... Harry Potter. And mine being Star Wars. Gina sent us a very nice message that said, I bow down to you guys. Ooh. There's no need to do that, Gina. There no, really isn't. definitely don't. <laughs> but she did say, bloody brilliant. Ah, good. And then she, she went on to inadvertently correct me in Ooh. one of my questions. Like She was correcting you. She was deliberately correcting you. Oh, right. But she was inadvertently correcting me. I asked you one of the questions last week, and I'm going entirely from memory from this, because I can see what she's written down. Right. I think I called it Nymph- the Nymphadora Tonks. The Nymphadora, it's a person, so it's just Nymphadora Tonks. Yeah, so I yeah. split Nymphadora into two words. I think I, I'm sure I wrote Nymph Adora. Okay. So I thought they were saying that the Nymph was called Adora. Oh, I see what you're getting at now. Adora Tonks. And it's also, yeah. it's not Tonks, it's Tox, T-O-C-K-S. I thought it was Tonks. I'm going to okay. 
I'm going to have Opinion to listen to that again. Opinion is divided with one of our <laughs> listeners that actually takes the time to message us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dig a book out in a minute and go and have a look. Would you like to correct, if, if you're listening to this and you're neither Gina nor Dr. Lee, if you would like to have an opinion into this, <laughs> is it Nymphadora Tox or Tonks? Opinion is divided at gmail.com. But she was correcting you saying that it's a, me- a metamorphagus. No, a metamorphagus. 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 There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Thank there you for you correcting me on the bollocks word I can't read. <laughs> How can you not read that? Such an obvious word. Yeah, I thought it was a, an Annie. Did I say Animorph Makers? So I think it was getting mixed up with a. Yeah, animators. I think it, as if it was Something an animal that ones. changes shape. Yeah, it's a human that changes into an animal, uh, Animagus. So okay. um, the prisoner Sirius Black. He Ooh, turns he, did into he change a dog. into a wolf? A dog. Ah, oh, close enough. I got all yeah. excited then. I thought I knew something about Harry Potter. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> well, thank you, Gina. Thank you very much for sending in the message. It was nicer than the other message that we received that I can't say we got by email. <laughs> it was um, Emma's comment when oh, right. I came oh. home and she'd listened. <laughs> and it was when you'd asked me the question about how many Jubaks were in Star Wars. Right. And she was like, yes. what the fucking hell is a Jubak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she was like, you're giving Harry Potter a hard time. And you didn't bat an eyelid once at the word Jubak. <laughs> she's got a Thank point. Thank you, Emma. Yeah, she's got a point. So if you've got any suggestions for future episodes, if you've got anything that you would like to talk about that we've talked about this week, we're performing monkeys if you'd like us to talk about something next week. Get in touch <laughs> at opinionisdivided at gmail.com. You can... Currently, also follow us on Twitter. No, I'll be but, quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Dr. Lee and I spoke about this recently <laughs> off mic. The only reason that you're going to see any updates from us on Twitter is because they're automatically generated whenever we put in a new episode. It tells you that that episode is available. I don't think either of us really have got the time, patience or commitment to put anything further into Twitter. We're not really social media gurus, are we? We're not social media types. We are not social media influencers. Albeit, I would like to influence you by send us money, send us money, (laughs) send us money. (laughs) That was a subliminal message from our sponsor. That was subliminal. (laughs) Buy a Who's t-shirt when we make them. Buy a t-shirt when we make them. Buy a t- We're never going to make t-shirts. Who the fucking hell are we kidding? We're never going to make t-shirts. <laughs> we can't even, even do a twit. That's we, <laughs> we can't twat. Yeah. Definitely can't do that. So if, if you use Twitter and you follow us on Twitter, God knows why, because we gave very little value. But we're likely to either stop doing it. We're probably unlikely to to, to delete it. What do you think? We'll, we'll keep it there so we can well, still yeah. access anybody, Twitter. If anybody does follow the account, then at least they'll get a notification when uh, a new uh, cast is, is put up, won't they? So, Woo! Yeah, the excitement. But other than that, if you'd like to communicate with us, communicate directly. Opinion is divided at gmail.com. It's that newfangled email. You can't miss it. Yeah, good stuff. So until next week, all that's left to say, unless you've got something else you'd like to add. No, I'm, I'm out. I'm all out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I am a void. I am, yeah. There's just nothing floating around in my head at all at the minute. <laughs> We'll do our best to have something floating in our heads by this time next week. 
and we'll see you then hopefully come back we enjoy it if you don't listen we don't do it actually that's not entirely true is it if it's people not, don't listen no. we'd still do it we just do it and nobody we, we do, i don't even know if anybody listens i enjoy never it too tell much me. is the thing even mm-hmm. the, the laborious part of bringing it all together and editing it into something that people can listen to on a saturday and sunday morning but uh, you do I all the hard it. work i just turn up and i'm just funny and then you do all the hard work you you come up with most of the topics you do all I'll, the editing I'll dispute you on 50% of that. You turn up. I turn up and I bring the gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the funny one. I'm the Eric Morecambe to all Morecambe and Wise. <laughs> oh, let's open that to debate. I'm, I'm going to regret saying this, but oh, yes, I'm going to say it and then I'm going to go. <laughs> Which one's the funny one? Email us at opinionisdivided at gmail.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, no comeback. You didn't... <laughs> Tony will just email saying neither of you.